everyone, this is Sarah with Corn Fed Witch here with another episode. And this is going to be a great one. It is a very special week here in, in America. If you're not from America, you may not be familiar with this. But this is our Thanksgiving week. Well, actually Thursday, Thanksgiving. It's um, the day where the, the pilgrims and the Native Americans got together and had a feast to celebrate peace. Unfortunately, that peace did not last very long and the settlers massacred several thousands and possibly millions of Native Americans through genocide and disease in the Trail of Tears and etc. 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 They still, they are still feeling the ramifications and the results of America being taken from the Native Americans today, but um, we can still be thankful. I don't really like to celebrate the massacre of Native Americans. I just really like the food. And I like being grateful for what I have. So, this, this episode is all about gratitude. Gratitude is really important. I think it's pretty essential to living a stress-free life. It, if you practice daily gratitude, you will have much happier time. You, I think it's been proven that it contributes to less stress, less depression, and we're going into, we're, well, we're in the dark part of the year. We're going into winter. And if you have any sort of mental illness like depression or seasonal affective disorder, you may be feeling the effects of the lack of sun and it, it can make it can make things a lot worse now i also suffer from depression so i i have taken to just being thankful for little things just to kind of ease things up a bit i do take medication and i do try to be as holistic as possible um i exercise yada 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 i go out to the the nature place <laughs> the outdoors I'm sorry nature place I gotta get it together no I do everything that I can to make myself happy I've always had depression I didn't have like the greatest of childhoods so I just like to alleviate the heaviness that comes around this year and except well November and and December are pretty hard for me. I mean, I had my birthday, you know, holidays, but I've also had a trauma anniversary here. So trying to keep, be on the up and up of just my mental health is really important. And finding gratitude in every day is something that really helps me. And if you like what I'm good, what I talk about today, then you can possibly adopt that to your life. And tell me what you think and see if things work if it gets better I mean it gets better it's gonna be rough but this should help a little bit so why gratitude being thankful that's I, I really think that's a necessity because if you're not thankful you you tend to take things for granted and people don't look kindly on that you definitely don't want to be one of those people that just keeps takes and takes and takes and doesn't give. Now, 
Gratitude doesn't need to be like monetary or, you know, time expensive or at the expense of your emotional labor. It can be as simple as saying thanks or just, you know, just like repaying the kindness or paying it forward. Just be thankful. And there's something that you can be thankful for every day, whether you have a house, a car, a job, uh, amazing significant other, cats, dogs, furbies, possums, etc. So, I am, I'm really thankful that I have all of those. Well, except for the possum, because the, the girlfriend does not want me to start a possum sanctuary. And I would really like to have about a dozen of them. But that's, that's on me. So, how can you incorporate gratitude in, in your life? Well, let's see. Say your job stresses you out. It, I mean, it's a paycheck, but it stresses you out. You can flip that. You can positive position that as, oh, well, I am able to provide for this food today through my hard work. I mean, obviously, if your job is too stressful, go ahead and quit that if it doesn't bring you joy, a la Marie Kondo. Um, but... That's something, like, like, if you've had a rough week, you'd be like, oh, I worked really hard for this pizza that I'm going to eat. I am thankful to have a job that provides this. Or I am thankful to have running water. Or if you're just having, like, a terrible, terrible time. Or if you're just having uh, problems getting up in the morning. Coffee! Be thankful for coffee. You'll notice that your life gets gets better and you're happier like I I think there was a study done that said that people who express gratitude have do experience less depression and are in general happier so how can you incorporate this every every day if you like are at a loss for words or you're stumped or you don't want to do the whole, like, my time thing for my job, providing a meal. Well, there's, way that, there's ways that you can condition yourself and train yourself to be more thankful. So, I am, um, I brought, I found this article. It's, uh, I don't think this person is a, is a, a witch or anything, but I thought it was pretty great. It's a, a, a huff. Post article by Elizabeth Ryder. I guess she's um, host of Elizabeth Eats on FM TV, a nutritionist as well as a recipe writer or blogger. So she said that um, it has also has physiological and psychological benefits, including higher levels of happiness, better sleep. Everyone needs better sleep, increased mindfulness, less stress, and a healthier body. So she, I really like this, this like daily practice. It's called, well, it's a two minute gratitude practice. You can find a time that works best for you every day. Uh, she does it right before bed. So you get a small notebook that will be your dedicated gra gratitude network. That, your dedicated 
gratitude notebook. The notebook is key because it's important to actually put pen, pen the paper in rituals instead of typing. The mind body connect of handwriting your gratitude the mind body connect of handwriting your gratitude amplifies the benefits. Kind of like making a home cooked meal. It's always better for you than a store bought one. And keep on your nightstand or a table or another place that you return every day to at the same time. Maybe the coffee pot so that you can jot what you're grateful for as your coffee brews. You may find that you're often grateful for coffee. This is actually pretty good because um, it takes about two minutes to brew a cup of coffee or six or longer if you're doing a French press. I prefer French press. Every night or morning, write the day at the top. Write the date at the top of the page and set intentions. Tell yourself you'll write for a set amount of time. It can be 15 minutes, it can be two minutes. I find that at the beginning it may take longer, but as your ritual becomes a habit, even just two minutes works. In that set time, write what you're grateful for. Anything that comes to your mind is fair game. Anything from big stuff like health, spouse, family members, to small stuff like almond milk lattes, the awesome new playlist for your workouts that you can afford your dentist appointments this month. And it'll become a, a record of your gratitude. And she does say that the most important thing here is to be as specific as you can. Instead of like grateful for my sister, right? I'm grateful that my sister called me on my way to work and compassionately listened to me while I told her about my disastrous date last night. Or take it up, and up a notch by focusing on feelings rather than events. Like the cathartic feeling of bantering with my sister about dating in the modern world. Write as many as you can in a lot of time. So, over time, you like when you fill up the network, you can look back at this and remember all of the things that you're grateful for. And I myself was going to adopt this from 2020. I was going to like get a jar or a box and write down one thing that I'm thankful for each day and put it in there. And that's kind of like a New Year's resolution. I mean, I have other ones like, you know, run a half marathon and, you know, save up for a house. But this, I think, would be a good psychological one. Especially since how rough 2019 has been for me and for a lot of people. Coffee break. Anyway... So, and along those lines, I, my birthday was recently, so I bought Everyday Witch Book of Rituals by Deborah Blake. I love her, and I love Magic the Cat, and this is all you need for a magical year. So I have her Everyday, other Everyday Witch books, like Everyday Witch A to Z, Everyday Witch Book of Spells. I really like how she's easy to read, and so it's quick read. And I'm pretty busy, so quick is good in that case. And this is more accessible for our newcomers. I bought it from the local Magic, I almost said Magic the Gathering store, but that's totally not what it is. It's a Magic Supply Shop or New Age Shop called Next Millennium. They're pretty much a staple here in Omaha. So, this has... It has new moon, full moon rituals, sabbats, like just different types of of magics that you can do. It's like throughout the year. 
So, for November, this is for November's new moon, but I really think that you can probably do it at any time. It's unforgiven thanks. So, I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. You really should check out this book. It's pretty great. So, November's Giving Thanks New Moon Ritual. Thanksgiving isn't a pagan holiday, but that doesn't mean we can't do our own version at November's New Moon. Obviously, we want to be giving thanks on a regular basis, but it doesn't hurt to have one time a year dedicated seriously, serious consideration of the blessings in our lives. In keeping with the sentiment, this is ex an extremely simple ritual. It can be used any time you feel the urge to say thank you. It is also a nice ritual to do with others, should you be so inclined. If you do so, just take turns going around the circle and sharing the things you are grateful for. Coffee. Especially coffee. So the tools needed, paper and pen. If you have something fancy like parchment or homemade paper with herbs embedded in it, now is a good time to use it. Flowers for the altar. If you can't afford a whole bunch, a single flower will do fine. Or any symbol of thanks and appreciation for the goddess. Bread, cake, or cookie. Wine or juice in a goblet. A small plate or bowl if you aren't going to be outside. Goddess candle. White, cream, or silver. Matches and a candle snuffer. I don't really use candle snuffer or matches really that often. I tend to prefer a lighter. But candles are pretty great. And optional ones are quarter candles and, and bells. So before starting, this is a simple ritual and there is no need to cast a form of circle or call the quarters, although you're always free to do so if you desire. Place the flowers on the altar, cast circle and call the quarters if doing so. Invoke the goddess, which I'll, I'll discuss invo invocation in a later episode. Invoke the goddess, lift up your arms, palms up, and say, Beloved goddess, please accept this, my gift to you, as I come before you to give thanks for both the challenges and the blessings you have bestowed upon me. Sit and think about all the blessings in your life. These don't have to be big, like a roof over your head, food to eat, freedom, family, etc. Even small things count. Write them all down as neatly as possible on your piece of paper. Spend some time thinking about how fortunate you are compared to many others. Even if you have been having a tough time, there, is, there are always others, especially in other countries, but here as well, who are worse off or don't have some of the blessings you have. Now, that doesn't lessen their... That doesn't mean that your, your troubles aren't significant because they are to you, and you really shouldn't compare yourself too much to other people. Crumble a, bit of, a little bit of cake onto the ground or onto the plate or bowl. Say, I give thanks for the bounty of the fields, the food I eat, and all the gifts in my life. I will strive to give back when possible and to creep and to keep gratitude in my heart. Pour a little wine or juice onto the ground or into the plate or bowl. Say, I give thanks for the sweetness in my life, the land under my feet, and the sky overhead. I will strive to give back when possible and to keep gratitude in my heart. I am grateful, too, for... Read the items off your list if you want. Ring the bell each time you say something, and I will strive to give back when possible and to keep gratitude in my heart. Take a bit of cake and a sip of wine. Blow a kiss up towards the sky. The moon is up there somewhere. Put your list where you can see it so you'll be reminded so you will be reminded to be grateful. 
And if you have animal companions that share their life, be sure to give them a treat and tell them you are grateful for all that fur baby love. That's a little clip from Magic the Cat. The clips are throughout the book, and they're really witty, and I love them. I also love cats a lot. But the reminding part is pretty great. I I recently did um, Ritual for Gratitude with the, the Order of the Red Girl down in Lincoln, Nebraska. They, um, they had a circle, and we each wrote it on a card. And so I wrote what I was thankful for, and I also drew a possum and put it on my fridge. Every time I look at it, I just think that I'm thankful to have all these things, all these people in my life. I'm also thankful for you guys, the listeners, and this podcast, and being able to do this podcast. And I'm thankful for my girlfriend, who conveniently is in her bedroom so that I don't feel self-conscious recording. So, I'm sorry. I have a glass table and a coffee mug does not gently gently tap on the the glass so I have one more thing that well one more ritual a small ritual that you can do throughout the day if you want to if you don't have a notebook or if you just don't have a have time to sit down and write or if you can't because I know sometimes I have trouble journaling and doing all that so what you can get or four four beads, four coins, and say I, and then resign, well, resign, or resolve to say four things that you're grateful for each day. Put the pennies in one pocket, and then for everything that you're grateful for, you say it, and then put the other coin in your pocket. That way you can do it throughout the day. That comes courtesy of my supervisor at work, who, as far as I know, is not a witch. But he's pretty great, and I like him. So, now we're going to be moving on to our correspondences of the week. It was pretty hard to find things that are just directly related to gratitude or thankful. Um, but, so I, I thought I'd do things that are, that correspond to common things that people are thankful for, like friends and family, etc. So, the first one, and once again, I'm taking these from the Cutting Hams Encyclopedia as a Magical Herbs and Magic. And Gems, Crystal Gems and Metal Magic Encyclopedias. So, the herb I picked out is called High John the Conqueror. Its planet is Mars, and its element is fire. The powers are money, love, success, and happiness. This one I just did, like general happiness. Magical uses. Anoint one of the roots with mint oil and tie up in a green sachet. Carry to attract money. John the Conqueror is also carry to stop depression, bring love and success, protect from all hexes and curses, and to break and destroy spells and hexes. To make a simple anointing oil suitable for all purposes, take three high John the Conqueror roots Make small cuts into them with a sharp knife and place those in a bottle of vegetable, olive, or mineral oil. Let the roots soak in the oil for several weeks. Leave the roots in the oil and use as desired to anoint candles, sachets, and so on. And you can also find this this common root in any really conjure shop. 
So I was going to do something related to being thankful for friends for the next one, but I decided that I would do one of my favorite gemstones, and one that's really popular. It's called Amethyst. I think you might have heard of it at some point. So let me go ahead and bring that information up here. I'm sorry, I was just totally talking in my work voice. I've been doing a lot of overtime. I've been super, super busy. So, Amethyst. Its energy is receptive. The planets are Jupiter and Neptune. The el its element is water. The deities are Bacchus, Dionysus, and Diana. Powers. Dreams, overcoming ma overcoming alcoholism, healing, psychism, peace, love, protection against thieves, courage, happiness. Magical uses. Amethyst, a purple quartz, is a stone steeped in ancient magic. It is perhaps as popular today as it was 2,000 years ago. Placed beneath the pillow or worn to bed, amethyst dries off insomnia and nightmares. It produces a peaceful sleep and pleasant healing, even prophetic dreams. However, it will also ensure that its wearer, wearer does not, doesn't oversleep. A spiritual stone with absolutely no negative side effects or associations with violence, anger, or passion. The amethyst is the stone of peace. When the stresses of everyday life well up within you, hold an amethyst in your left hand or right hand if left-handed. Let soothing, de-stressing, calming, peaceful vibrations sink into you. Or better yet, wear amethyst so that it touches your skin. You may avoid highly raw emotional states. The amethyst calms fears, raises hopes, lifts the spirits, and promotes thoughts of the spiritual reality behind our lives. Warn, it wards off guilt and self-deception. Helps you overcome addictions such as alcoholism, curbs overindulgence, and bestows good judgment. Amethyst calms emotional storms. Even in situations of potential danger, the amethyst will come to your aid. Amethyst also lends courage to its wearer. It is a powerful amulet for travelers. Worn, it protects against thieves, harm, sickness, and danger. It's in Renaissance magic. Amethyst engraves with the image of a bearer worn as protective amulets. In Greco-Roman times, rings of amethyst set in bronze were worn as charms against evil and magical cups. Carved from amethyst banished sorrow and evil from all who drink it. I need to get one of those magical cups carved from amethyst. Those seem super cool. Because it is a spiritual stone, the amethyst is often worn during contemplation or placed on simple meditation altars. A piece set before a white candle and a censer burning a soothing high vibrational incense such as sandalwood is conducive to meditative practices. Pro meditation baths can be powerful attunement experiences. Have a light purple candle burning as you bathe and ring the candle with amethyst to sharpen the sixth sense. Some keep it amethyst with their tarot cards I Ching, yarrow stalks, or coins, or rune stones to heighten their inner energies. It is naturally worn during psychic or divinatory acts. Since it is also a stone of wisdom, it allows the information received through the psychic mind to be appropriately utilized. This beautiful stone also sharpens the conscious mind, quickening the wit, and enhancing mental powers. It is used to improve the memory, to relieve headaches, and to keep thoughts in line with life goals. A stone of pure 
true emotional love. It is often exchanged between lovers who strengthen their commitment. An amethyst carved in the shape of a heart and set in silver was presented by a woman to a man to ensure their love. Amethyst is also one of the few stones specifically prescribed for men to use for attracting women. Worn by a man, the stone draws good women to love him. The good women's in quotes. Though it is often thought to be a stone of chastity, this attribution dates from past centuries when ideal love was platonic. Quote unquote. Today, when more and more persons view sex as a natural aspect of a healthy monogamous relationship, this idea is slowly fading from folk memory. The amethyst is used by those involved with lawsuits to ensure that right is done. It is also utilized in prosperity magic in prosperity magic and has long been thought to bring success to businesses, perhaps of the, perhaps because of its Jupiterian rulership. Hundreds of years ago, the amethyst was moistened with saliva and rubbed on the face of vanished pimples and rough skin. Today it is used in today it is used in spells designed to magnify beauty. An amethyst spell. When emotionally upset, jilted by a lover ending a relationship, stressed at a point of severe mental problems, or when in any unstable condition, go to a place outside where you can be alone. Hold an amethyst in your left hand or right if left-handed. Pour out all your feelings, your emotions, from your body through your arm out into the palm and into the stone. Feel every pain, every emotional lull, every hurt. Send it all to the stone with a strong force or innate magical abilities. When the stone is nearly bursting with negativity, throw it with as much force as you can muster. Scream, howl, choke out, shout as you throw the stone. As your hand releases this Amethyst released a hurt as well. Know that it is in the stone that is outside you that is now alien to you. Calm down. Breathe deeply. Meditate for a few moments. Thank the earth for its help and then turn around and leave your problems behind you. The earth will absorb the hurt, leaving the stone free, but never bring that stone into your life again. I also probably add that you should probably not do it near where one of your friends lives or someone you care about because you don't want that energy somehow seeping into their property. And also, amethyst is pretty appropriate for this time of year too. You can put it in your pocket when you go home to your family. If you don't have a supportive family, it will help absorb the negativity. Also, you know, use hematite, lapidolite, whatever stones vibe with you or or call to you, go ahead and and use that because family stress is is terrible around the holidays. And I am thinking of everyone who does not have a place to go home or is unable to go home. So you're all my thoughts and I hope I hope you can at least put your troubles out of your mind. So that was gratitude. I am extremely grateful that you've made it to through yet another episode of mine. And I'm also grateful for my Patreon, my patrons on Patreon, my followers on Twitter, feed, feed, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. 
I am almost done with my Etsy shop and I should have at least tarot readings up there pretty shortly. Once again, this is Corn Fed Witch with Sarah and I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And thank you for listening.